You are listening to the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. This episode has been brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. Hey y'all, how you doing this fine day? I'm doing great this week. The fact that it's fall already has my head spinning though. It is my favorite season, but I don't know that I'm quite ready for it to be fall. (laughs) I feel like we've, between COVID hitting last year and all of the weeks we spent at home with my place of business shutting down, we missed so much of the sun and so much of life. So I, for one, I'm not quite ready to exchange that for the leaves falling and getting darker just yet. That's one of my least favorite things about fall is when it it gets dark at like 6 o'clock once the time changes. So don't get me wrong. I love witnessing the changing of seasons and the basically the beautiful kaleidoscope of colors that fall presents. But I guess I'd like time just to slow down a little bit so we can savor these last days of summer just a little bit longer. How about you? What's your favorite season? Speaking of time slowing down a little bit, I want to challenge you this episode to slow down in your own life and kind of take stock of things that are truly important to you, the things that light you up and bring you joy. So I kind of just had the thought just now that I feel like in my own life, I'm so busy trying to get where I'm going and reaching and pushing and basically trying to reinvent myself to become who I want to be that I kind of forget to stop and enjoy those little moments. I forget what it feels like to experience the truest feelings of joy. It's easy to do when you get lost in the chaos and the shuffle of the world, I know. This summer when we were on vacation, we got to see our precious grandbaby, Sandra. She is now almost eight months old. And talk about time needing to slow down. She just started sitting up last week. Uh, Meg took her to Target for the first time the other day and I got to see a picture of her sitting up in the basket in the cart. And number one, I can't believe that she's old enough to be able to do that too. But (laughs) it made my heart sad because I was thinking about my own babies and how long it's been since they, since we did that for the first time. And I remember dragging all five of them to the store. And once uh, my husband came into the picture, we'd, he'd make them all line up in single file and, They were just awesome to be able to take shopping with us and stuff, but I kind of miss those days sometimes too. So anyway, when we were on vacation, just getting to hold her for the first time, seeing her smile back at me, holding her in my arms and singing to her until she fell asleep. Those were moments that truly brought us joy. And then uh, we drove to Chinko Teague after that in Ocean City, Maryland and Chinko Teague, Virginia And just getting to see the ocean for the first time with my husband. Now, he's seen the ocean on the West Coast without me. I've seen the ocean on the West Coast without him at two different points in our lives. So this was the first time 
that we got to see it together. And he asked me to marry him all over again after 21 years. So that was really special. We recorded it. Um, there's a backstory there that I'll have to tell you sometime, but it was pretty cool to be able to do that and experience that with him. And then watching our last baby who turned 18 on that trip, experience traveling and seeing the ocean for the first time too. Those moments also brought us a tremendous amount of joy. I wish we could kind of slow down time and go back to the summer and do that all over again, honestly. So, but those are big things. Like I said, those only happened with months and months and months of planning. Those weren't, some of the stuff happened on vacation was spontaneous, but other than that, there was a whole lot of planning that went into that. So what are some moments in your everyday life that bring you joy? Is it music? Is it laughter? Is it your family, your friends, even your pets? Is it writing? Are you an author? Is it reading? Is it podcasting, cooking, creating? Are you an artist? Whatever it is that brings you joy and lifts your spirits and sets your soul on fire, do more and more and more of that. Life is way too short. It's time that we step back and we learn to dream big. But maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe you're working your way through a puddle of mud when it comes to getting clear on what direction to take your life now. Maybe your last baby just flew the coop. Maybe you've retired and find yourself with a load of free time on your hands. Or maybe you're still a busy mama, devoted wife, homemaker. Or maybe you're a kick-ass mama doing all of the above and holding down a full-time job as well. No matter where you are in life right now, I feel like you're right there with me in desperately craving a change, a new beginning. So let's talk about taking that first step and creating a vision board. I'm going to give you the tools to kind of help you get started. So how many of you have ever heard of a dream board or a vision board? We created our first one uh, just after we got back from vacation to the East Coast this summer while our minds were still fresh and our spirits were completely renewed and full of inspiration. But before we got started, I wasn't really sure how to begin. I'd seen other people make them, and I just really wasn't sure what to do with it. So, of course, I used my best friend, Google, and I looked up what a vision board is and how to make one. So I ran across an article entitled, How to Make a Vision Board for Manif Manifestation. Sweet. Easy enough. This was on OprahDaily.com, by the way, if you want to look that up. The article was written by a woman named Bridget Early, and she wrote, Some of the world's most influential thought leaders, like Deepak Chopra, Gabrielle Bernstein, which is my favorite, Gabby, and Oprah, for starters. They all agree that it's wholly possible to turn your dreams into reality. It's called manifestation. Well, that and a lot of hard work. It's not total magic, though. And it's not something that happens overnight. For success with manifestation, you have to set your intention, believe that it will become a reality, then take active steps towards making that abstract idea come to fruition. No matter what your goals are, if you want to learn how to relax, to be more patient, to improve your relationship, to travel more, to find a job you adore, or to simply be kinder to yourself, a vision board is a great tool to have during your journey. But what exactly is a vision board? Put simply, it's a visual representation of your goals, says media and life coach Zakia Larry. These are typically poster-sized visuals, and they contain all kinds of images and texts that represent something you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so when we did ours, we used a whiteboard and some colorful 
dry erase markers to begin. Now, I'll warn you that if you don't have a safe place to hang it out of the way, out of the reach of puppy dog tails or little fingers that like to explore, don't use dry erase. Mine, I found out, even just moving it and trying to get it hung up, mine was quickly wiping off every time I brushed by it. So I switched gears and I ended up rewriting everything on colored paper with a permanent marker. And I, um, I used some scrapbooking scissors and kind of made the words into like a different design instead of just all square. You can, you can jazz it up as much as you want. And I rewrote everything, like I said, using colored paper, a permanent marker, and I put some scrapbooking glue behind it to get mine to stick to the board. So you can do whatever works for you. You could also use a cork board and then you can pin everything you want on that way. You could also use the magnets that come with the dry erase boards and you don't have to use the glue like I did in case you want to take those off and change those at any time. I've also seen some people create theirs using uh, the ones that have like a half of a side of a cork board and then the other half has a dry erase board. Whatever you want to do is just fine. Some people add beautiful visuals like I did that I cut out of a magazine. I also cut words and phrases out that were inspiring as well. So the first thing is to get all the supplies out that you need and you can make it as simple or as elaborate as you want. The main thing to remember is that it needs to uplift you, inspire you, and motivate you to manifest those things which you desire. So I'm going to take a quick break and get some supplies out. When I come back, I'll give you a step-by-step -step guide on the tools I use to create my own vision board. And this really has changed my life in ways that I never expected. I'm so glad that I took the first step or I would have never opened my mind to the possibilities that now lie before me. All right, so grab a quick cup of coffee of your or your other favorite drink and I'll be back in just a moment. Get ready to be inspired. ready to be inspired. So on this week's episode, we are talking about finding joy in the little things and creating the inspiration we need to envision and manifest the dreams we wish to achieve in the future. And we are doing so with the creation of a vision board. All right, so the very first thing, like I said, you need to do next is, this is probably the most important part. I know I told you to get all your supplies out and all that kind of stuff, but before we even start, I would like you to sit in a quiet space and just sit there for a few minutes. If you want to put on some music, um, anything that inspires you and uplifts you. If that be heavy metal, if that be jazz, if that be classical, I like to put on music with binaural beats to open my mind before I create anything new. And you can even pull things up on YouTube that have binaural beats, but you can specifically look for music to help you be inspired, or to help the creative flow a little bit. So now I want you to clear your mind of all the chaos and the noise that surrounds you, and you need to do some self-reflecting. So take a few minutes to reflect on the things that matter most to you. Now this can be things that you want to improve upon, things you've never done before but you'd like to try, dreams, goals, hopes, and wishes for the future. 
And when I'm talking dreams, I'm, I'm talking big dreams, dreams that scare the crap out of you to even imagine them. And I've heard it said before that if your dreams don't scare you, then you aren't dreaming big enough. So on my vision board, I put its own section for this on there. And I'll share more of my vision board here in a little bit. But your content can be short-term goals or long-term goals. Or the manifestation of a future so bright, as the song says, you gotta wear shades. Don't be afraid to think that big. Because when the universe is in control and you open your mind to believing that literally anything can happen if you set your mind to it, you are not going to believe how much closer you'll be to seeing those things come to fruition in even a week, a month, but especially a year. Think ahead to the next 12 months. They always say to look at your five-year plan. I say look at a monthly plan and then look at six months, nine months, but focus on that big goal of a year. So many things. I think in last week's episode, we were talking about implementing little changes. And I said, do you realize that if you make one small change a week, one tiny little change, that's 52 changes in a year. Can you imagine how your life would look differently in a year if you implemented all those little changes? So the sky's the limit and you are the pilot. Your destiny now lies in your hands. So now, like I said, you got all your supplies out. You want to get some old magazines or you can print some pictures off the internet or words off the internet or you can use a dry erase or a Sharpie and create your own. For you artists out there, you're going to want to do some, some fancy writing or maybe some calligraphy with your visuals on there too. Uh, the main thing to remember is that you just need some inspirational, motivational, visual representations for your goals. Remember what your mind sees, it also begins to believe. So now we would have you start writing out your goals. Now I put mine into categories and then I listed things I wanted to accomplish under each heading. So we're going to go over what my vision board looks like and I'll explain um, so that you have a little bit of idea where we went with this. Now the one thing that I want you to focus on before you ever start writing your individual categories, I put a circle in the center of my vision board. I wanted that circle to have a main focus and then all my other categories kind of uh, stemmed off of that with little legs off to the side of that. In that center piece, I want you to find something that's your motivation. It might be a quote. It might be your life motto. Anything like that. Mine in the very center of my vision board is a circle that says one day or day one. It's your choice. Because that saying I heard probably after we got back from vacation and shortly before I created my vision board, it really changed my life because I was thinking, I'm always waiting for one day or someday. And I think I talked about this on the last podcast as well. One of these days, that someday is going to be unattainable because it will be too late. So I believe that if you start with day one, make it your choice, the sky's the limit. Now, this is what mine looked like in July when we returned from vacation. I'll just go get a new vision board when I want to redo this, but you might not want to use the glue or anything permanent on there in case things changed. July isn't all that far back. This is September now, almost the end of September. But this is what I wrote down for my goals for the next 12 months. Well, little did I know that the universe was about to open my eyes and my whole world would be turned upside down and my purpose would be recreated within a matter of weeks. Now, if I were to go back and make it now, 
it would look totally different than it did just a few short weeks ago. So one of the things I liked about the article that I mentioned earlier is to say that think of your vision board as a living thing. Rip things off, add things, start from scratch if you're so inclined. Erase the entire thing and start over anytime you want to. Feel free to change it up as you grow. Expand the things you want to create your best life for. Um, you can you can get a Sharpie out, you can get a highlighter out and cross things off your list if you want to do that. Make it a, I heard it said that we shouldn't have a to-do list, it should be a ta-da list because it is something to celebrate when we do accomplish those goals. So like I said, do it as often as you need to. You are in control now. Don't hold yourself back or limit yourself. And I challenge you to shoot for the moon. Make it bold, make it loud, make it everything you dare to imagine to be true. So let me back up here a little bit and I want to go over my vision board so I can kind of explain and give you detail. I'm going to be putting out a like a little mini course or a little boot camp on how to create a vision board and that way I can put some visuals in here. I can share with you pictures of my vision board and give you examples. All right so with mine like I said in the very center of it mine says one day or day one it's your choice and then I have all these other little categories off to the side. I'll start with one and I'll go around to my dream big goal. All right. So one of my categories was travel and I have the words outdoor adventure, discover, explore. So my category at the top says travel. And then I have five things listed below it. Now there's a lot of other places I want to travel to, but these are kind of my, my bucket list items. My third one is should be my first one. I have Ireland and Scotland on there. My uh, husband and I, have Celtic roots that run deep and we are bound that we will get to Ireland and Scotland someday. The second is the PNW. So my husband's been there. I am in love with it. If we could move there, I would. It's too far away from our family and our kids and everything like that. But that would be the location that I would want to move to would be the Oregon, Washington, PNW area. And then I'd also like to travel to Canada. We have a, a whole route plan from where we live in the Midwest up through Canada, down through the PNW, and then through some of the states on the West Coast. Europe, in general, is another place we'd like to travel to. And then I put on there, I want to see my grandbaby more often, and they live on the East Coast. So those are just some ideas and some goals that I want to envision and make happen. So then this is the part that's changed quite a bit from when I wrote this. The next category I wrote was author because before we went on vacation, I am an author. There's a lot of things that I want to revamp as far as my authorship. I've also been lacking. I've had writer's block. I've been lacking the motivation to write anything really until I followed Gabby Bernstein's course which led me to Amy Porterfield's course, which led me to Jenna Kutcher's course. And it's just been like these three women are extremely inspirational to me, but it has set my path on a completely different venue than I ever thought possible. So when I wrote this, I said that I would like to find my writing groove and my inspiration again, finish what I start because my husband and I both with being an author, you have ideas that come to you frequently so that doesn't mean that you're actually writing all of those stories at one time, but we will use our Google Notes or notes on our phone and we'll write those things down as the, as the inspiration comes to us. So at any given time, we might have 15 to 20 manuscripts or more open at one time with notes being constantly added to them. 
So the other thing that I wanted to learn how to do is to promote myself, to blog consistently, to get on the shelves of Barnes and Noble, to find a new publisher because we removed ourselves from our previous publisher and I've been self-publishing and doing all the editing, cover art and everything like that. And then I wanted to build my fan base and my email. Well, if I look at that now, I still want to be an author, but I'm switching venues and I'm going to be talk to, talking to you more from a realistic perspective, more from everyday life and not just fantasy and things like that that I've written before. So I'm now working on course building. Um, there's several, I don't have my list in front of me of my courses, but there's several courses that I want to create. I can pull it out here real quick and share it with you because I have it handy. Uh, there's several courses that I want to create, such as Reclaiming Your Inner Strength, Rediscovering Your Purpose for Women Over 50, Women Who Have Gone Through Grief or Divorce or Are an Empty Nester or Through Menopause. I want to give you a roadmap to help you through that. There's also one I did, I am starting, or I have started, I shouldn't say I'm starting anymore because I have done it, started my own business, my entrepreneurship called In Pursuit of Purpose. And it's taking you on a journey of manifesting your best life, of rediscovering your true purpose, and learning to love yourself from the inside out for women over 50. Now, in the middle of this, I thought I was going to be putting aside the authorship in lieu of building these courses, sharing my thoughts and ideas with the world. Then I decided I have a lot of people who come to me that also say, how did you become an author? How did you decide to put it all out there? How do you even start writing? How do you publish? How do you edit? What do you do with your cover art? What are some resources to get me through that process? But first of all, where do I even begin? So something that's been on my heart and my mind a lot lately is helping people to use their passion, find their strength, renew their purpose, but also to teach them how to write their own story. I believe that every story we tell is part of our heart, is part of our very soul, and we leave that out on the paper to share with others. So the most important part of that is to leave a legacy and you can stay tuned later for tips and tools on how I'm going to do that. But I'm in the process of creating a course right now that will help others to do that. So like I said, I didn't, I had no idea when I created this vision board, when I said I wanted to find my writing groove and inspiration that it would be going this route. All right. So the next section on mine is finances, because we all know that that plays a big role in our happiness in life too. Money is not the root of our happiness, but it surely affects this, does it not? <laughs> um, okay, so under finances, the first thing I wanted to have on there is to be debt-free. The second thing I had on there was to build our savings account. Now, some of those go hand in hand. The more bills you can pay off, the more you can put into savings. I also wanted to find ways to earn extra income. Well, that is coming to fruition already in the course building projects that I have going. I want to set money aside for travel, like I said. I also want to live a life of manifestation and abundance. Number six on there, which probably should be number one, I want to retire early. I don't want to wait until I'm 60-some years old to start living my life and being able to do the things that set my soul on fire. So if I get all of these other things taken care of within the realm of my finances, I should be able to legitimately retire early. 
<clears throat> now my next one is physical health. We talked about in my decluttering series, these next two categories of emotional health and physical health. I'm going to read those both together. That's what I talked about in my decluttering series. We need to focus on our physical health and our emotional health. Declutter all the crap that's in our lives so that we can be the healthiest us that we can be. So on my physical health goals, I need to lose weight and I put that at the top. However, all these other changes will help me to lose weight as well. I need to lower my blood pressure because once you get to be a certain age, it, it tends to creep up there, especially if you're not controlling stress and things like that. I need to walk more, move my body, hydrate, change my eating habits, and I would like to get out in nature more. My soul feels free when I'm in nature. As far as emotional health, I would like to meditate more. I need to be grounded and centered. Take your shoes off. Go outside. Get your feet in the dirt, in the ground, and center and ground yourself. This is a really important one that I just realized was on my vision board, and it's the topic of this podcast. Find and seek out joy in whatever form that looks like to you. Like I said, music, podcasting, artists, reading, writing, anything that you horseback riding. <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head. I just saw the vision of a horse here, but anything that brings you joy and most certainly learn to laugh more. My husband told me a story one time of this gentleman that had cancer and he was given just a short time to live. And he went home and basically holed up in his house and he turned on, I don't even know if there was specific shows, but it was all comedy related. And he literally laughed himself to healing. When he went back to the doctor, they had no explanation as to why his cancer was in remission. But it was through the power of laughter. And I firmly believe that that's possible. Another part of my emotional health is to let go of the past. Stay positive and be grateful. Make your home a comfortable place to heal. The next section of mine was home. So if you're talking about emotionally healing, surround yourself with things that make you feel peaceful, that allow you the safe space to be able to heal in. So under my home category, I put that I wanted to love my husband better, more patience, and a lot more passion. And that includes my kids as well. We, we have one that's kind of one foot out the door, and I have one that's still at home, but he's working, and he's kind of got some plans to move out here in the near future, but or not so near future, whatever, but um, I still feel like I need to focus on them. That's one of the things that I mentioned before was that as they get a little bit older, you tend to kind of pull away from them and you don't do as much parenting, but you are recreating a relationship with them in a new way as adult children. So the other thing under my home category is to declutter and simplify, which I went over in my decluttering series, if you remember that part, especially in the home part. And that includes our physical home, the house with four walls, but also our spiritual home. We want to create a Zen and meditation space. We are also reinventing my music room. Now, like I said before, I play the piano, I write music. I should not even be able to say that I do those things because it's been so long since I have done those things. And I just have not put them top of the list or prioritized them. But I definitely want to make it a priority in the future. It is an integral part of who I am and I really would like to get back to the heart of my music. 
So we are going to create a separate music room to be able to have me be able to go somewhere and do this. Okay, so the other thing within my home is I want to increase love and peace and serenity. I also, this plays in with finances too, but I would like to decrease our expenses and our rent as we simplify our life. Now, the next two categories are probably my favorite. These two represent, like I said, those big, big goals that we are afraid to dream sometimes. My first category is best life goals. If I looked at my ideal life in the future and I did not have a job I had to go to every day and I did the things that I wanted to do, these would be my life goals. Number one would be to travel full time. Number two would be to work remotely as we travel. Number three obviously would be to retire early so that I don't have to work remotely and just be able to travel and do my courses, share my inspiration and um, therapeutic benefits with everybody else, but not necessarily have to work if I didn't want to. And then number four is to find a home base that we want to live in, an area we want to live in, but also to create, we call her Gypsy One. It would be some form of probably something a little bit bigger than a, a van, a converted van, a little bit smaller than a school bus. But we would create her into our home and she would be our traveling companion. So, like I said, we've called her Gypsy One. We already have a name for her, so I put that on my vision board. Now, my dream big goals is to learn to play the guitar, write and record music. I already write music or have written music. It's been a long time since I've even put myself out there to do that. But one of my big, big goals was always to record a CD. And then I would like to become a photographer as well. Now, as far as my authorship that I mentioned earlier, I don't want to just be an author. I'd like to become a best-selling author. I'd like to have a course that becomes a best-selling course and be able to have that be my permanent income. Um, also increase revenue on our YouTube channel. My husband and I also do some vlogging through our YouTube channel called Have Fate Will Travel. And we did a lot of that this summer. So there's like a, I think it's a seven or eight part series on our trip to the East Coast. But we have not monetized our YouTube channel and I would like to do that someday. And then number six on my dream big list was travel more. So like I said, yours can be anything you'd like it to be. I'm just sharing my example of what mine looks like and where my inspiration came from. Now, like I said, when you've finished with your vision board and you're satisfied that you've made a good start in creating that future, you need to put it in a location where you can see it, where it's able to catch your eye. It needs to keep you inspired and challenge you to make every single one of your dreams come true. Now, some of you, I know there's a big question looming out there. You might be asking, come on, does this thing really work? Can I manifest the future I want simply by creating a vision board? My honest answer is yes, you can, but only if you're prepared to enact the changes necessary to make it happen. On HuffPost.com, I found an article entitled, The Reason Vision Boards Work and How to Make One. And in it, the contributor, Elizabeth Ryder, writes, Creating a sacred space that displays what you actually want does bring it to life. What we focus on expands. When you create a vision board and place it in a space where you see it often, 
you essentially end up doing short visualization exercises throughout the day. Visualization is one of the most powerful mind exercises you can do. According to the popular book, The Secret, the law of attraction is forming your entire life experience, and it is doing that through your thoughts. So when you're visualizing, you're emitting a powerful frequency out into the universe. Whether you believe it or not, we know that visualization works. Olympic athletes have been using it for decades to improve their performance, and Psychology Today reported that the brain patterns activated when a weightlifter lifts heavy weights are also similarly activated when the lifter just imagined or visualized lifting those weights. So what's the big secret to creating a vision board that works? It's simple. Your vision board should focus on how you want to feel, not just on the things that you want. So don't get me wrong, it's great to include the material stuff too. However, the more your board focuses on how you want to feel, the more it will come to life. So back to the question, if it really works or not. Remember the old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink? I feel this pertains to manifestation of your goals as well. We can give you the tools you need and help you create and envision those changes, but it is you who must enact those changes. It's you who must continue to feed and water and cultivate the seeds to make your dreams grow. It's you who is the only one that can believe and dream big enough to make each and every one of those freaking dreams come true. And I believe that you, my friend, have what it takes to do so. So set your fears aside, get out the tools necessary to create the vision board of your dreams, and then open your mind. Let your spirit soar as you envision a life far greater than you could have ever imagined. So when you're done creating, stop by and leave me a comment on whatever favorite outlet you use for social media, or you can find me on Twitter, the Daily Escape Podcast, or at Daily Escape Pod, or on Instagram, SadieK.Frazier, or on whatever audio platform you listen to this podcast on. I would love it if you'd add a picture of your vision board too. I'd love to see your dreams in real time. You can also stop by my website at thedailyescapepodcast.com and shoot me an email to connect that way. Well, my friends, it seems that our time has come to an end already. It feels like this episode just flew by and it was over before I was ready. <laughs> so maybe we need to listen to my advice. And like I said at the beginning, take some time just to slow down and find the things that truly bring you joy. Whatever form that looks like, I hope that you will do more and more and more of that because I want you to set your soul on fire. I hope that you'll continue to join me each week as we take the next steps in becoming more than we ever thought imaginable, as we learn that nothing is too big to handle when we step out of the way and let the universe guide us. My wish is that I have provided you with hope, that I've uplifted you, that I've made you laugh, made you cry, but most especially that you want to scream out loud, I can do this. Yes, I can. So chin up, my friend. You've taken the next step, and it's all uphill from here. So straighten your crown, take a deep breath in, and let it all go, because I believe in you. You've got what it takes, and so do I. Together we'll make it through, day by day, week by week, and piece by piece, until we're restored, healed, and find joy in the journey once again. There it is, finding joy in the journey once again. I hope you guys have a great week and that you'll join me week after week after week. Hang in there and know that you're loved from here to the universe and back.
Until next time, I'm unconditionally yours. All my love, Sadie. Sadie K. Frazier, and this has been another episode of the Daily Escape Podcast.